What's going on, everybody? This, uh, I don't know what you want to call this, like mini episode, or it's just going to be a quick conversation. As you may have noticed, I have not really put out any new episodes in a, a good month. And the reason being is because, uh, you know, after the DC Black Film Festival, I was just tired. It takes a lot to put on a festival, and uh, at this point in its early stages, you know, I, I just have to do a lot of work to get the festival up and running. And uh, the week after, like, I did not really get a break. It's crazy because uh, we came back in on a Sunday, got back at like midnight, and then I had to take my son to school the next day. And so, um, yeah, this is, this is like, uh, I don't know, behind the scenes, kind of just chit-chatting but uh, I just realized I needed to take a break. I needed a rest. And so with Picture Lock, um, you know, producing, hosting, editing, uh, putting out the show week after week, uh, it, it can be very draining. I love doing it, uh, obviously. I mean, you know, it's 100 plus episodes in. Uh, and this is just for the radio show, you know, this doesn't include the podcast episodes before and the TV show and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I love doing it, but I am realizing that, you know what, I just can't do everything. And I was talking with a good friend of the show, Tim Gordon, and, uh, we were just talking about how, yeah, you, you know, there, there, uh, there's a certain point in, you know, film critics, careers uh where you know you're either hustling and you're writing reviews every single weekend um because you're just kind of getting in the game or you're writing reviews every weekend because you know you're getting paid for some outlet so more so a veteran and uh i am realizing that i actually am more of a veteran in the game now you know um part of dc film critics association north carolina film critics association critics choice awards so uh, my time <laughs> and putting in hard work um i have done that and i still have more to do and that doesn't mean that i'm gonna stop but it just means that man i just need a little break from uh you know, picture like we, I reduce things from an hour show to 30 minutes and uh, I'm just going to take the rest of the year uh, to, to refocus. And, and part of that is honestly because, you know, recording, scheduling interviews, doing the interview, editing the show, getting it out, putting it up, all that stuff takes time. And uh, I would like to focus a little bit more on family. Uh, that's something that's really important to me. And um, with all the things that I do with film and, and all that kind of stuff, sometimes I don't uh, get as much time or focus as much time and with intentional time uh, with them. And so, you know, I'm just going to take the rest of this quarter um, just to be able to do that. Now, what does that mean? Uh, the show... I, I'm doing weekly reviews on Let's Talk Live DC, and so uh, for the podcast, I think what I'm going to do is at least put up those reviews. So 
that each week something is coming out, but it's something that I don't have to edit or, you know, it's already there. And so I'll just put up, uh, you know, whatever review I give for what's coming out um, that weekend in the movies. And then that way I can always, you know, say something whenever I need to. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just wanted to say, hey, I've been missing and this is why. And so uh, what you're going to hear for the next uh, few episodes, I guess, are those DC Black Film Festival interviews that I did not get up. Now, this first one that's going to play is um, it actually played the Friday of the festival. I just didn't have time to put it out as a po on a podcast as well with everything that I had going on. So this did air on the radio, uh, but this is the full uh, version. And then from there, I do have a few interviews left that you guys haven't heard from uh, the filmmakers with the DC Black Film Festival. And I definitely want to make sure that you guys hear those interviews. Um, we do have some Picture Lock PR after shows with some of these filmmakers as well. So I've got some content. I'm just not recording any new content. And like I said, uh, for the weekend, I will just let you guys hear my reviews uh, as heard on Let's Talk Live. In fact, uh, right after this, you are going to hear my thoughts on Official Secrets and It Chapter 2. So I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just trying to refocus. And hopefully in uh, 2020, things will be a lot better, a lot smoother for me, and um, I look forward to creating new content. You know, this is something that I love doing, uh, and uh, I definitely feel as though I'm able to expose people to new voices in filmmaking and diversity of voices, uh, men and women, uh, color as well. And so, so yeah, I, I'm not going anywhere. I just need a little bit of time. In the meantime, please be sure to go to armyofonebook.com to check out my book, Army of One, PR and Marketing for the Indie Filmmaker. I definitely appreciate everybody that has already purchased the book. And you guys have been telling me it's really been helpful in that was the whole purpose behind uh, writing this book and putting it out there. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, as you guys know, the online course, uh, prfortheindiefilmmaker.com is out. So please continue to support. I definitely uh, need it and appreciate it because definitely when you guys are able to support, um, you know, I, I think, like I've thought about doing a Patreon and stuff like that, but. I feel like when you do put out money, if you're able to get something back in return, right? Uh, and this is maybe for the filmmakers that are listening or um, folks that have filmmakers in their lives. You know, you're, you're able to get something and you're not just donating money to a cause. However, I, I, I will not turn down the Patreon. In fact, I've, I've started one. I just need to put it out there. Um, and so that would definitely be helpful if I was able to just record and then, you know, turn it over to somebody, somebody that could just edit the show and all that kind of stuff. That would be awesome. So we'll see what happens. Um, there's a little bit of time between now and the new year. So uh, hopefully we can just make this thing happen, uh, get some sponsors in here, and uh, keep chugging away. 
So listen, guys, I, I definitely love and appreciate all the Picture Talk listeners. Um, thank you for continuing to support. Um, definitely look forward to seeing you guys and talking to you via social media. Uh, but without further ado, here is my Let's Talk Live movie review from last weekend. All right, it's that time of the week again. Yeah, our good friend uh, and movie critic Kevin Sampson of Picture Lock Show is back to tell us the must-see movies this weekend. Are we talking it too, Kev? Hi, Kev. We are. We are. What's up, guys? Okay, How good. Because I'm going to go see it this weekend. Okay, okay, good. Well, let's, let's hit official secrets first, and then we're okay. going to talk about that. Perfect. Okay. I just want to make sure uh, we get to it. Yes. Okay. All right, so Official Secrets comes out uh, this weekend. And basically, this film stars Keira Knightley and Matt Smith, who you might have seen in The Crown. Mm -hmm. It's based off of uh, the true story of a British intelligence operative named Catherine Gunn, who received an NSA memo in which basically the United States was trying to enlist Britain's help uh, to get compromising information on UN Security Council members uh, in order to vote for the U.S.-Iraq war war. Uh, and so what, what we have here is kind of the standard political thriller, espionage drama. Um, it's directed by Gavin Hood, who really showed a lot of interest in this film. He sat down with the, the real uh, Catherine Gunn. And basically, because he wanted to stay true to true events, the film is a little bit dry. Um, it is a good slow burn political thriller. Um, however, because um, it doesn't really kind of give us any embellishments, you know how Hollywood takes those liberties sometimes yeah. uh, just to entertain us. Because it doesn't do that, it does feel a little bit dry. But I definitely think, you know, being in D.C. area in terms of uh, espionage and we do remember when this happened, it what really what the film kind of focuses on is if you are in Catherine Gunn's position where you have an opportunity to blow the whistle on a war that is going to kill hundreds of thousands of people, would you do it? And so mm -hmm. I do think that the uh, Gavin Hood does a great job of taking us to what it must have been like for Catherine to kind of, you know, take the courage to send out one memo. Now, this isn't like she leaked a bunch of documents. It was just this one memo to make sure that if she could stop this from happening, that she would. And so I think exploring that is what really makes it worth seeing this film. Mm. All right. Okay. That's I a good like one. That. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now to the scary one. <laughs> now to the scary one. Guys, I was expecting uh -oh. to wow. go <laughs> like this. this. Really? Dude, that's, that's what I wanted to do. Oh. I don't know oh. about you guys. But the 1990 uh, miniseries with Tim Curry, uh, it, it shook me as a kid. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like seven years old when that came out. But so, uh, you know, again, this is it, chapter two. This is uh, bringing closure to the story in 2017. You know, we saw the first iteration. Um, and so it's 27 years later. The Losers Club is seven kids that have promised to come back to Derry to kill it if it ever comes uh, back. And it does. Um, and they join, they come, they come together in order to. To, uh, try to defeat this this monster. Um, you know, sometimes they say that bigger is not always better, and I think that's kind of where this film struggles. Uh, I, I have not read the novel oh. itself, but from what I've heard, that it's about 900 pages that mm. they had to, you know, put into this 
almost three hour long film. And so that's a tough task in and of itself. Uh, I do think that the director, Andy Machete, does does a great job in terms of kind of uh, setting up uh, our different characters. We definitely get, you know, kind of each character's kind of backstory. They have their own little spotlight within the film. Um, however, the, the, the difficult part is, again, I was expecting to have nightmares. And I did kind of wake up last night uh, a little bit afraid of, you know, as Pennywise, like, uh, in the closet. However, <laughs> he telegraphs, like, all the jump scares and things like that, and which is kind of a shame because Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is really interesting to watch. Um, he's not as menacing as Tim Curry was. However, he has this uh, middle road of kind of being a joyful, playful clown that also eats kids. And so oh. <laughs> on screen, uh, you know, you are just enthralled in it. I think Bill Hader's char character is also another character that you just like every time he's on the screen, uh, you're enjoying it. Um, and I don't know how you can make Jessica Chastain seem like an average everyday person, but they're able to do that in this film. And so that really works. Uh, but again, it's a little bit long. It's a little bloated. Uh, it would have been nice if they were able to kind of maybe chop it up into to two films to really kind of give care. Nice and choice of words there, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This last one, the second, the sequel, <laughs> making it three films. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely. If you want closure on this, go ahead and see it. You don't need to bring your blanket, um, at least for me. And I'm, I'm like a horror, you know, scary cat. So, but I did enjoy the film. I think overall, with those caveats. Here's what I'm saying, and see if you agree with me. Mm. Yes. Don't lower your expectations going to see a horror film about a clown, folks. <laughs> like, go in with very low expectations, yeah. have some fun, maybe get scared, and I think you'll leave with a better experience. If you're going yeah. to ex expecting to see this great award-winning film, I think that's the mistake people make. Kevin, let me tell you, I don't even walk the dog by a storm drain. Every time I do and he stops, I'm like, Pennywise is going to get you. I tell him that. I tell Rudy that every time I go for a walk. I'm going kid, to see it. I, I can't said, wait. Hey, if you ever see somebody down in one of these drains, uh -uh. run, run, yes. run. <laughs> uh, Kevin Sampson, thank you so much, my friend. Oh, we love you, Kev. Appreciate you guys. Have a good weekend. You too. PictureLockShow.com. More of LTL right after the break.